what's up everybody this is judith i hope you're listening to mad love um an exciting weekend for football fans very competitive games i think the buffalo game was way more competitive than anybody was expecting um miami without Tua, uh with the third string quarterback that no one's ever heard of for real i mean he did a good job he played really really well which makes you think uh mike mcdaniel's system is pretty solid you know, I was talking to a co-worker the other day and I found out that Mike McDaniel is mixed. I always thought he was oddly cute. I don't know what it was about him, but I thought he was attractive. And he had a quirky, he has a quirky personality. And then, you know, these, these super black co-workers that I have, they're always, you know, sniffing out uh, racial injustice. Uh, they're, he was like, oh, you know, he said he wasn't black in his press conference. But the reality is he was asked about his race and he said he was multiracial. And so the, it turns out his dad is black. But he was raised by his mom in Colorado, which there are not a ton of brothers and sisters in Colorado. And I'm guessing he didn't know his father's side of the family. And, you know, everybody's not going to be Colin Kaepernick and, like, become an adult and be like, hey, I look black. I am black. You know what I mean? And, and Mike McDaniel does not look black to me. He he could pass, for real. Like, if he didn't tell anybody. And then he married, like, a very white woman, and they have a very little blonde baby. I mean, if he didn't tell anybody, no one would know. And anyway, I think all of that is moot because he's such a good football coach. He It's fun to see Miami winning again. Miami hasn't been relevant since Dan Marino retired. That was a long time ago. The last time I remember watching a game that I was excited about was that Thanksgiving game with the Dolphins, with the, the Dolphins and the Cowboys when Leon Lett touched that football and made it live again when it, it was a dead ball. Uh, that was 30 years ago. <laughs> so it's really nice to uh, see the Dolphins be relevant. Dolphins and Bills mean something. Um, but yeah, the Bills just, I mean, they made it way too interesting. Uh, Minnesota lost. Uh, the Vikings losing to the Giants was something to me. I I like Kirk Cousins. I know that a lot of people don't. I do like him. I do think he's a second-tier quarterback, though. He's not top-tier. But uh, they had an amazing season. And, and that's some, sometimes that's the Minnesota way. Even under Mike Zimmer, even uh, those years where it looked like they were going to go advance in the playoffs and they lost. I think that one year they lost to New, to New Orleans in the most spectacular way, if I recall. It was New Orleans and Minnesota, and I want to say, or was it the opposite? No, it was the opposite. I think Diggs caught a ball and the rookie cornerback uh, just let him go. Like, it was weird. Like, the, he caught the ball and ran for a touchdown, and the, the rookie uh, corner was like, wait a minute. Um, but, yeah, Minnesota, but they didn't get to the Super Bowl, and they didn't win the Super Bowl. Like, they, they're they always competitive. They're always good. The Vikings are always sort of sniffing around. They're sort of like the their rival, the Packers. The Packers are always sort of sniffing around, except they occasionally win championships. So I feel bad for Kirk Cousins because he's going to get the blame. But their defense was poor Russ. They gave up a lot of yards everywhere. Running yards, in the air, everything. They they gave up a lot of a lot of yards. But good good 
job to the New York Giants and Brian Dable, who I think is kind of cute. I just love watching how energized he is. What a good coach. Um, he, and he turned that franchise around in a year. That was huge. And then I tried to watch the last game, but Baltimore, what the hell? I think Lamar Lamar uh, Jackson is just trying to say he's done with Baltimore. I'm not sure. I think he's in his feelings that he didn't get the massive contract in the offseason that he was seeking. And he bet on himself and he got injured and he's just taking himself out of the equation. He's not going to get injured without a big contract, which I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I want you to get money and I want you to get paid, but is it all about the money or do you have any loyalty to the team at all or to the game and to your fans? You know, are you just holding out for a massive check? You know, might be uh, Willie Beeman. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But I think that relationship is over and Baltimore lost. And I I thought that they would because, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't think that was a good matchup for them. And I'm just, the fact that Lamar didn't even want to play in a playoff game. I don't know. That just felt weird to me. So anyway, then um, what was uh, Dallas and uh, Dallas and Tampa? I mean, I expected Dallas to win because Tampa's pretty beat up. I mean, Tom Brady's looking old and he's got crazy eyes now. I mean, he looks really thin. I wouldn't be surprised if there was some story about him being sick and been playing football because he, you know, he has some illness or something. He does not look well to me. And he has crazy eyes. So, um, he used to be very handsome and now he just sort of looks kind of wigged out. So, you know, and maybe 45 is too old to be playing this game. And someone said yesterday, he's a free agent, and they're thinking about snapping him up. And I'm, I'm like, really? You want a 46-year-old quarterback who just got his butt beat because Tampa doesn't have a good team, a good offensive line. Uh, he was hit a lot. He made a lot of uncharacteristic mistakes. But that's what happens when your career goes 17, 18 years. I don't know. I, I don't think I would roll the dice on that. Um Congratulations to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I went to bed on that game, woke up and saw they came back and won. That was huge. Good good for Doug Peterson, who was run out of Philly. Um, I'm really proud of him. That's good work right there. Because when he left Philly, I didn't think he was the problem. But, you know, yeah, you got to make changes. And, uh, you know, I, I think he would have seen the Jalen Hurts that was going to become Jalen Hurts. But they didn't give him a chance to. So he got out of there. And um, Nick Sirianni's done a good job, you know. These are very select jobs. It's only 32 of those jobs. So good for them. Uh, Happy belated Martin Luther King Day. I hope everybody uh, had a good day of reflection. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm just sort of feeling like everything's a scam these days. It's not that I don't, I respect and value Dr. King and his contribution, but I do have to say, you know, when he was alive, there were a lot of people who made his life hell. And it's like, we just forget that part. You know what I mean? 
excuse me, we just focus on the platitudes and the wisdom and the kindness and then the but you know, there were a lot of people who really weren't checking for him like that when he was alive. You know, black and white, you know, pro the movement, anti the movement. A lot of people had issues with him. And uh yeah. I'm not sure who killed him and why, but I, I it sort of feels like he was sacrificed to to um really solidify the movement in a different way. You know what I mean? Which sounds cynical, but I think there are times when people get um, murdered because that way you can turn them into a martyr and actually move your movement forward, if that makes sense, which sounds so cynical. But yeah, I've been on YouTube a lot. YouTube's got the receipts, man. And I'm not saying everything I see on YouTube is true, but it's not preposterous. Let's put it that way. But I didn't see that on YouTube. That's just a Judy theory. That's a Judy tube theory. But yeah, you know, just when you really read about what his life was like in those last days and how much hatred there was for him, you know, it's more than a notion to watch all these celebrations and uh, people saying all these great things and TVs, TV commercials, you know, PSAs for Dr. King. You know, it's like, when he was alive, you had a chance to, you know, back him and worship him and, and honor him. But, you know, I don't think if he had stayed alive that he would have received this kind of treatment. You know what I mean? I think uh, sort of like Tupac dying. You know, Tupac's dead and now you can just be free to be like, he was great. He was deep, you know. But a lot of the coverage on Tupac at the time he was alive, and I was alive for it as well, was negative, was hostile, was, was here he goes again, there goes crazy Tupac, you know, and then of course he dies and then it's like, one of the greatest rappers, if not the greatest rapper ever, you know what I mean? It's like, you had to turn him into a martyr, but before that, it was like, here go Pac again in court, it's weird, it's weird. So anyway, um, back to the grind. I'm doing a series. I've got uh, some content lined up, you know, just to talk about something that I think is a big deal, which is the pressure on women to be pleasing from girlhood to womanhood. It's just this constant pressure uh, to be pleasing and nice and pleasant and say the right thing. And I don't know. I don't feel like men have that pressure. And I would be curious, I was curious, so I asked a lot of my friends to just go ahead and record some um, some audio and answer those que- answer that question. What Have you ever had to be pleasing in a situation where you didn't want to? And for me, that pretty much goes up until my 40th birthday when I really decided it was okay to start putting up boundaries. You know, I'm not even talking about extreme things. I'm talking about family and friends and just saying no being able to be like no I don't want to do that I don't want to sit through this and smile I don't want to do it at all and I don't know maybe it's a generational thing I don't know but I did a lot of trying to please other people and then I almost died and I said you know what if I don't start putting myself first now I never will live to do so so yeah anyway I hope everybody has an amazing day today and be your best. Thank you. I enjoyed football. Um, 
you know, things are interesting and challenging, of course, but uh, God is good. And, and, you know, I feel great. You know, I really do. Uh, my mom has been in a kind of a cool place. She wakes up in the night, but I put out her snacks and, uh, you know, I usually can get her to go back to bed or she goes back to bed on her own. So that's been great. But she was up quite a bit last night and that was challenging. I'm probably sleepy. I haven't yawned all morning episode. Sorry, guys. But, you know, this is what I do. I get comfortable and relaxed with you, and I start to yawn. Um, so anyway, yeah. She gets up, she eats her snacks, and uh, I had to get up with her about three times last night. But it wasn't extended, and it wasn't a fight. So that's a, that's a blessing. So, Progress. All right, everybody, be your best, take care, and we'll be back here soon. Let's go.